Okay, good evening. Good evening. Let's imagine for a moment that there are two friends, Ruvain and Shimon. And uh, Ruvain is a very successful businessman, does very well, is very generous, and has been given good over the years. He's been very good to his friend Shimon, has loaned him money, has done him favors, has given him extra things. It's going on for many years. And then one day the wheels of fortune turn. The Gemara tells us that this world is a galgalachizer. Sometimes people are on the top of the wheel, the wheel spins, and then they end up at the bottom of the wheel. And this Ruvain came on very hard times, to the point where he had to actually go ask his friend Shimon for a, a loan. He needed to, to carry him over. He needed a loan. Could you imagine that Shimon would say to Ruvain, well, you want to take this loan from me? Listen, I need some collateral. You know, give me one of your, your assets, give me some collateral, and then I'll give you the loan. I think everybody would understand that that's uh, quite chutzpahdik of Shimon, quite inappropriate. Here, for years and years, he's been taking from Ruvain. Ruvain has been giving him again and again without asking for anything in return, and he really is in debt to his friend Ruvain. Ruvain has done and provided for him so much, he really owes a tremendous amount to Ruvain. And now that Ruvain is asking something from him, Shimon, Shimon just said, I'm only going to give it to you if you give me collateral first. Certainly would be highly inappropriate. This is the third cheshben here in Perak Shishi of the Chavis of Avis. Let's learn this together, Be'ez Rashem. Bahashlishi. If someone would take a collateral, a security deposit from his friend, that's only if this person wouldn't already have an outstanding debt to, to the person that he's taking it from. That he certainly wouldn't do. He certainly wouldn't take a debt for someone who he himself is chayv. If the person doesn't owe him anything, or he has never extended any loan to him in the first place, okay, then it's appropriate for him. I don't owe this person anything. He's never given me, he's never extended to me. So I, he's asking me for a loan. He's asking me for, for a favor. I want to take a collateral from him. But, as our example that we gave, if Ruvain already extended a tremendous amount, and therefore Shimon is really indebted to him, and Shimon knows that he really owes him over the years for the favors he's received. There's no way that it would be considered reasonable and appropriate for him to ask for a security deposit. And it wouldn't even be proper for him to take it. Even if this Ruvain would say, you know, Shimon, listen, I'm in hard times now and I need to take a loan from you. It's a sizable loan and I want to give you a security. I want to give you some collateral. Says the Chavis Havavis, just from a pure logical, pure friend relationship, it would be inappropriate for Shimon to say, 
Yeah, I want to take the collateral. He should deny it. He should say, no, I can't, can't ask for you to give a collateral. I am really so indebted to you. I owe you so much for all the tavis, all of the favors, all the goodness, the kindness you've done over these years. No, I'm going to give you this, what you're asking for, without asking for a security in, in, in return. That's the marshal. That's when we're talking about two friends. Says the Chavis of Ovis, Kol Shkain all the more so. Habayre, the Creator Himself, Sheyesh Le'ala Adam Min Achayva Yisroyis. And the Kodesh Baruch Hu has done so much for every individual. Mashiilu Hayim Mekabtzim Maisi Kol Bnei Adam. Very interesting statement. Chavis of Ovis says that even if you would gather up and you would consolidate. All of the actions of all people. And as you take every person in the world who ever lived in already 5,781 years, we're talking about billions and billions of people who have already lived, and you take all of their good deeds, all of the that's what he's saying. Add up and concentrate it into one person. Imagine you had one person who has done the deeds of good deeds of every single person in the entire world history. Still, still says the Chavis Havavis. A very bold statement, but it's true. Even if you would take all of the good deeds of all of the people in the world, whoever has lived, and you put them all into one person, you say, wow, this person has all of it. I mean, that's talking about all the tzaddikim, all of the great tzaddikim from the Ovis HaKadoshim all the way down to the, throughout the Deiris, all the great tzaddikim of every single generation, of every single year, and every one of them Isim, and you put it into one person. You consolidate it into one person. Imagine the, the schusim of that person. Tremendous schuyas he has. And one reason is, like the Pasuk and Eiv says, this out of Mashkiach, so Gesundheit explained it. Like the Pasuk and Eiv says, Who has ever pre- pre- preceded me, Hashem says. And then I paid him. In other words, we never have anything. No person, no people from all of humankind that lived in the entire universe from the entire world history. No one has ever first given HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And therefore HaKadosh Baruch Hu were always in debt to him. He gave us our lives. He gave us the air that we breathe, etc., etc., etc. So there's no way, that's what, that's what Eev was saying. He was recognizing this fact. Whoever advanced something to me first, Hashem says, and then I gave to him. It never works that way. We're always on the receiving end first. We're always recipients of Hashem's taiva. And therefore, we're already starting with being in that Takarish Baruch So therefore, How could this Brazen person, not be embarrassed. We're really totally in debt, and yet we have the audacity to say, Tashem, well, listen, you know, I, I really do want to serve you, and I know I'm 
Um, I mean, great debt to you, but I'm still working my way up until I get to a place of comfort, and then I'll be ready to serve you in full. Says Tzavavavis, it's an Azaz Panim, it's brazenness to think that way. Because we're asking HaKadosh Baruch Hu for more and more toivos. What he already has given. And our debt is just growing heavier and heavier. It's like the national debt. It's just getting increasingly more and more. A person may not even have the chance in his whole lifetime to even get to the point where he personally has to get to. He may not make it. In other words, there's so much that he has to do, he may not have enough time in this world to fulfill all of that. Says Rabbeinu Bachya here, One of the Hasidim who lived in the Chavis time, giving a marshal, one of the great pious people, Oymer Levnei used to say to people, Bnei Adam, let me ask you people, would it be the proper thing? Could could would it be plausible for Hashem to ask you to do work already tomorrow's work today? Would it be fair for Akashbogut to say, listen, Rabyid, I want you to already accomplish what you had to tomorrow, I want you to do it today. I want you to accomplish what you have to do in the next year. I want you to do it by now. By now? What do you mean? I'm not, it hasn't happened yet. Om Rulay, they told the Chosid, How could we be responsible? How could a Gosh Baruch Hu demand from us that we should work for Him, do Avedas Hashem, fulfill our requirement of learning Torah, fulfill our requirement of giving tzedakah, fulfill our requirement of making a certain amount of brachas, how could we do that in advance of, of what we haven't even lived yet? We don't even know if we'll live till then. And we're going to be obligated now? That's a good argument that people are saying. We could only be obligated to do what we're able to accomplish in the time that's allotted to us. When we get to that point, you can't expect me now to to already accomplish things, what I'm supposed to do in six months from now. When I get to that point in time, then I'll do it. So the Chassid said to them, indeed, that's the same way. It's the same way with Hashem has guaranteed you Hashem has guaranteed to every individual who's here in this world, who's going to serve Hashem, Hashem says, I will provide you with your basic necessities. I will provide you with food. You will have what you need. You'll have what to be able to, to feed your family with. And then you have to do your set avoidance. So just like HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't expect us to d- do in advance, how should we expect that HaKadosh Baruch Hu should pay us in advance? In other words, we expect to have all of the goodness already now with the expectancy, well, Hashem, if you give me a lot of good and you set me up properly, ooh, then I'm going to be such an Eved Hashem. Huh. It'll be tremendous then.
that we wouldn't expect it to work the other way. Tim Naskim Lavakesh Tavish like Gi Itai. Umadi and I Ray askim Lakshman a Tavish on his boys. So you wouldn't expect that Hashem should ask for you in advance of the time that you're gonna be there. How could you ask from Hashem? How could you even think that this is what my mindset will be? My attitude will be is that when I get enough from Hashem, then I'll serve. You don't even know if you're going to live that long to be able to then pay back Hashem in what you're asking. And you're even asking, this is, this is how extreme it becomes with this type of mindset. You're, you're asking, you're seeking. Sometimes a person says, you know, I need enough before I could sort of curtail my work schedule building up my wealth. I have to prepare for several generations, which I didn't even see them yet. They're not even alive yet. And people are saying, well, I need to have security and money in the bank for the next several generations, before even the person has them. And not only just for basic necessities. I have to put away for them what's going to get him through college, buy them all a house, etc., etc. This is what the mindset of this person is. You're not advancing your avoid. If you say, listen, you know, I do want extra. You know, there are people in the, in the world, there are employees who say, you know what, I'll put an extra time because I want to save up some extra vacation days. So I'll work time and a half over the weekends I'll get some extra vacation days at the end of the year. I'll put in time and a half so I get an extra bonus. That's the person initiated to give in more. You're not trying to do that, says. You don't make that cheshbun with your, the way you operate. Only the way you want Hashem to operate. You haven't even made a cheshbun in terms of what we're obligated already. It seems to to uh, be going really along the same theme because he's he's trying to put away this notion of that a person says I need to get everything already set up and feel secure in my finances for me for my my family their children their children's children and to negate this mindset really the way approach that Chavazov is coming from different angles, but really leading to the same central theme. And that is that we are really indebted to HaKadosh Baruch We really owe a debt to HaKadosh Baruch for everything that He's advanced us. And that's the, really the, the, the sense. But we don't have to look at it in the sense of like, we're a Baal Chayv, even though He does say that clearly. We are. We are in debt to HaKadosh Baruch We have to pay Him back. But the way that Chazal tell it to us also is, it's, it's a sense of Akarasatayim. There's so much goodness that Akash Baruch Hu bestows every single person. Even people who have hardships in life. But there's so much goodness that Akash Baruch Hu has provided for a person out of a sense of gratitude. Akarasatayim to Akash Baruch Hu. That's really the premise of doing any Avaida to Akash Baruch Hu. Agutanachtu.